0: Previously on the Project Umbrella podcast.
1: I think the biggest question is though, Welsh, do you have the beaters? Do what No, I don't. <laughs> I, don't <know. laughs>
2: I think uh, last year someone had 1.5 up sale on eBay for 100,000.
3: Zombies don't grab it for a start, they just sort of spit violence. And... Super Magic Game. Super Magic Game.
0: It, it just says that he assaulted a woman. You're yeah, the, the train's name?
2: Yeah, Thomas.
0: Oh, yeah,
1: <laughs> two more I, I remember I was going to work yesterday and I was just reading um, the site on the bus and you just posted that and I thought oh
0: shit by the time I get around to checking this again it's gonna be an absolute shit Um, well, uh...
1: Hello and welcome to episode seven of the Project Umbrella podcast, where our staff members regularly hit the bottle after witnessing a massacre of their team. In any previews of our products aren't bundled with some completely irrelevant game. I'm Nick, better known as Neptune, and joining me today is Newsbot. Hello. The Batman. Hello. George Trevor. Hello. And Mr. Spencer. I hate you all. <laughs> Sorry, folks, no uh, guests this week. It's just us in the trusted hands of the Project Umbrella staff members. Coming up on today's podcast, we'll be looking at all the latest news and site news, um... As many of you know, it's been some time since the last podcast, but it's due to me being hitched abroad. So uh, apologies for anyone who's eagerly awaiting this podcast. We can crack on now. So if we look at the news, uh, both for Resident Evil 6 and uh, Biohazard Damnation, which uh, will be coming out soon. Looking at some site news, got some exciting projects coming up we want to share with everyone. Uh, the main discussion uh, today is on Biohazard 6, and in particular the E3 trailer and the other demos that have come out uh, subsequently. We've got some details regarding uh, the hack demo as well. And then we're going to finish off uh, in terms of discussion with Damnation looking at our impressions of the recently released trailer from Comic Con. Then, of course, we finish with Neptune and Newsies by has a quiz. Excellent. So let's crack on with the news. <laughs> Okay, so first bit of news uh, what I've got on my notes is that Resident Evil 6 will have a staggering four hours of 15 minutes of cutscenes, so really going into the Metal Gear Solid territory. But this will include all the death animations, which uh, if anyone remembers from Resident Evil 4 are all quite gory. So what's everyone's views on
3: that? Can only be a good thing. More story.
2: Can it though? Can it only be a good thing? My concern is that they're just trying to do too much. They're just trying to squeeze... That Their sort of idea is content over quality.
1: mm well, I, I mean, I've not played Metal Gear 4, but I know that, that got a lot of criticism as well for the length of the cutscenes. They did seem to go on forever and ever, but was that also criticised because of the convoluted storyline?
0: Criticised for being shit. <laughs> I'm sure IGN
1: gave it a perfect 10, didn't they?
3: Yeah. Metal Gear Solid 4 had nearly 10 hours of cutscenes, though. Jeez,
1: really?
0: And they weren't really interesting or good to look at. So. I mean, yeah,
3: that's
2: the thing. If it progresses the story then then that's one thing. I mean, it really depends, doesn't it, whether it's just going to be filler or whether, like I say, it's going to really progress the story.
3: Well, the death scenes will probably take up like a good 45 minutes, I would say. And then you've got three different scenarios. So, you know, three hours, three hours, ten minutes. Sounds about right to me.
1: Yes, I suppose if it's staged in the same way of Resident Evil 4 and 5, you know, you'd get your, your beginning introduction to the
3: chapter. Is it chapters? I'm not sure. But it is interesting, because I'm sure Resident Evil 5 just had a little over an hour cut scenes in the whole game so it is a big jump really
1: okay well we'll discuss it a bit more in in more detail about over impressions (laughs) another news Resident Evil Damnation has been given an official release date of the 25th of October on DVD in Brazil always useful for our Brazilian listeners out there I think since preparing a release date has now been given to Europe as well when yes. you say
2: release date, Nick, you're talking about the DVD release rather than any theatrical...
1: Yes, DVD Blu-ray, wasn't it? September 20? 25th. 25th. So is, there, is there going to be
2: no theatrical performance at all, or just in Japan, do we know? It's just in Japan, I think.
0: It's the, it was the same with Degeneration as well.
1: Yes, it had that limited release, and a uh, selfish gene cleared that up, and he confirmed he went to see Degeneration, <laughs> one of the very few that probably did see it on the big screen. But that's quite cool. I mean, I think more importantly for the European release, it's actually now being released before Biohazard Six because it didn't make a lot of sense that it was going to be released after Biohazard Six when it's a prequel.
0: Is there
2: any concrete information? Because there's nothing specifically in the trailer that can actually date it between RE5 and Six.
0: Oh, it's between 5 and 6, but we just don't know what year.
1: Yeah. Mm. Great, moving on. Interesting bit of news. The Nintendo 3DS and 3DS XL will be launching in Hong Kong and Taiwan on September the 28th, and Biohazard Revelations is going to be one of their launch titles, which will also be localized into Chinese. So there we go, nice little tidbit. Probably skip by most people. Final bit of news, Resident Evil The Chronicles HD has been released and is the PlayStation Network's most downloaded game across Europe this week. i will be interested to know if Mr. Spencer would have got it, because he said he was.
2: And, I mean, still no explanation why more reason as to why this isn't going to make it to Xbox Live. Ah, uh, yes.
1: Well, I, I suppose, I mean, it makes obviously makes sense to be on the PlayStation Move, especially, because, you know, obviously you know, with the Move it's the same you know, effectively the same as a Nintendo Wii, isn't it? But with Xbox, I'm not sure. Does, does, does there, like, a light gun attachment that you can use on the Kinect or anything like that? I know, obviously, you don't need it, but it'd be quite... I, weird I know of. No, it'd be quite weird playing it on, on... I know, obviously, it could be on arcade anyway, using the controller, but on Kinect, I'm not quite sure. Would that just have to... No, it wouldn't work, would it? you have to line up, a, uh, up your hand or something to go bang, bang. On that, then, we'll move on to site news. Uh, Firstly, uh, Newsbot has been translating the library files from Biohazard 5. Care to elaborate, Paul?
0: Not much to elaborate on. They're pretty okay. I know that Wesker's is pretty butchered in the English version.
3: Right. Clarifies something about the rival company, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, and his own organisation as well.
1: His organisation is still colloquially known as the Third Organisation.
0: Yep. I think... I I still don't know, but... (laughs) I think either he took over the rival company... Or he established his own organization. I just don't know yet. Not enough information on it.
1: a shame we could ask someone in Japan rather than going through this. I mean, our first spanner really in the works. Where does HCF come into it then?
0: They're part of the rival company. Yeah, they're like a special forces of the rival company, like the Umbrella Security Service is the special yes. forces of Umbrella.
1: The rival company. This is not a third organization.
0: <laughs> <is it? laughs> There's one guy that calls the rival company the third organization, but I right. don't know whether it's true or not. And then of course it, it's going to take a while to find out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be the long, longest mystery of the of the Resident Evil series. And all it was, I don't know how you could get, how could it be resolved then. Well,
3: hopefully six will tell us Ada's employment history.
1: So where does try where does or S fall into it then? Because that's Wesker who Wesker then worked with after RE4.
0: After Umbrella collapses, he. Gives the T Virus and T Veronica and a bunch of technology and information on Umbrella to excella mm-hmm. uh, Basically basically uses it to buy himself a position in Tricell for yeah. some reason. It's not explained the reason why, but the assets then maybe. probably. Then he goes back to his own organization. That's what happens with four. Then his orga- he uses his organization's assets to find Spencer. So he basically doesn't have an organization anymore, so he moves on to Tricell.
1: Ah, so his 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 purpose with his company, Wesker's company, whatever you want to call it rival organization, was purely to find Spencer. That's I don't we, think it
0: was purely to find Spencer. He wanted to establish his own Umbrella. Yeah, not literal revival of umbrella, but his own sort of power company thing.
1: But his goals changed when Spencer told him about Wesker projects.
0: <laughs> yep.
1: Yeah oh dear and then now we've got neo umbrella but we won't worry too much about that at
0: this stage <laughs> not 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 yet anyway
1: that's a good idea Capcom let's introduce more organizations unless anyway, unless neo umbrella is wesker's old company or something and we can it gets a name or well, that'll make it a bit more clear uh in other site news uh george it's over to you you're translating the uh mahara desire
2: yes unfortunately not the Japanese version, as we know, various versions were sent out throughout Europe, apart from England. And <laughs> I've got in my hands the French version. I don't know if they were all the same throughout Europe. I imagine they are, but the quality is appalling. The pages are very thin and look like really poor photocopies of the original Japanese version. Uh, I'm sure that's not just the French; it may be the same. I know a few people out there have got the German one, but I'm going to, yeah, it'll be quite straightforward from the French. Just translate it all into English. I'll put that. I'll get that. Will be done by the end of the week. The only thing we'll have to sort of just make sure or sort of clarify on is the fact that in these European editions, there's some sets, a couple of pages missing from the original Japanese and some sections that are placed in a, in a different order. Um, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, I don't have to go into too much detail, but in the original Japanese, there's, towards the beginning, you have a scene where the students come running into Mother Gracia, warning her that there's been a zombie attack. That's in the original Japanese, whereas in the European ones, that whole three pages is missing and the first sight you get of a zombie is it already incarcerated. So you miss the whole section where the students are sort of running panic through the school and, and telling the, the the main, you know, teacher about, about the zombie attack. And also the person who I think we alluded we, we mentioned might be from Revelations, the, the person at the very beginning of the the hoodie oh, yeah. that's in a completely different place as well. whereas in the Japanese that's at the very beginning, it kind of sort of appears halfway through the The European one. So it's very strange with the order. But there's a lot more. This first issue, which is entitled "Tone One, is, um, I mean, it's much, much longer. It's the whole story rather than, the, you know, the smaller thing that we've got in the Catbomb version. But yeah, just again, you you know, Europe gets shipped on. The, The quality, particularly of the pictures, is really, really off.
1: Where did you pick it up from? I got it
2: from, thanks to William Birkin, who pointed me in the direction. I just got it off Amazon France.
1: Oh, right, okay. Do you know if it has been sold in France as well, just normally? I think so. It's, yeah, been, well, it's
2: been sold normally in Spain, because I had someone that was going to try and perhaps get me a Spanish one. So it certainly will sold, you know, normal outlets over there.
1: I might go and pick it up. I'm off to France in September, so I might go and uh, pick it up. But you say for quality, is that crap? It's, it's odd, because you get a few extra
2: colour pages that the Japanese don't get, but then the black and white pages, which is the majority of the book. The actual paper feels very thin, but also it's hard to explain, but the actual images, the colouring... It's sort of like a build-up of lots of little square dots, you know, if you can imagine it. It kind of just looks like you, it's been over, so, um, you know, I, I don't know. But have, have a look, and um, I mean, you'll see the scans. It's you're very pixelated, you know, if you go close up.
1: How much was it? It was very cheap.
2: It was about eight, I think it came to about, it was about eight or nine euros. Oh, that's okay. And the shipping was cheap, so Yeah. Mm. Cool. Okay.
1: Something to look forward to, I suppose, Um, to see the discrepancies. Obviously, from what you've said already, there appears to be major discrepancies, which is saying a lot considering Capcom's history. Sorry if I waffled
2: on a bit, but as I won't be saying a lot about Resident Evil 6, I thought, you know, I'd better put my contribution. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> it's something to look forward to because I think a lot of fans obviously know about these kind of comics and at the moment we're we thinking they're canon at least the Japanese version is until said otherwise so it's quite good that we've got as much information even if it may be butchered by the French version the more information in the domain the better I think you can at least uh, you know try and put some story and, and some facts together that may uh, unearth some secrets of Bio 6, you never know and on that note we'll move on to Biohazard 6
2: be okay. Look at me. Look at me. It's gonna be okay. Just keep your eyes on me. Help me. I'm gonna get you out of here, Deborah. And Deborah, look at me. We're gonna get through
3: this. No, let her go. Get away from Not me. Not her. Not my sister.
2: Take
3: me. Please. I'll do anything. Please. Please. Please don't hurt her. Deborah! The president spoke highly of you, Agent Kennedy. Likewise, he told me you've been friends for 30 years. I am the national security advisor, it's my job to prevent terrorist attacks. Not causing
0: it. You liar! I know.
1: Then you should have no problem turning yourselves in. Still haven't figured it out. Allow me to clarify. Tomorrow, the U.S. will suffer a bioterrorist attack. After that, China, and then major cities all around the world will suffer the same fate
2: at the hands
1: of Neo
0: Umbrella's very own Ada Wong. I lost all my men because of her. I lost over seventy thousand people, including the president, because of Simmons.
3: He's working for Neo Umbrella. You know what that means? Yeah, I do.
1: we go. What a trailer, what a trailer. What did everyone think of the E3 trailer? It
0: was pretty
1: good. It was all right, I guess.
2: (laughs) I mean, the the trailer's all very well presented, aren't they? And they all look very exciting. Yeah. I mean, I just... We're not really... I mean, well, at that time we didn't get a lot of reveal of the Leon gameplay that I was hoping for because, you know, this big deal had been made of the three different types, or at least Mm. two different types of gameplay, which really, I don't know if anyone's played the Dragon's Dogma demo, I, I would question, you know, how different really Leon's gameplay is to to any of the others, to Chris's or Jake's.
1: Because I remember George, you were uh, re- really much excited in, in previous podcasts about Firehouse at 6 and the fact that there is this appear to be this different of different gameplay depending on who you play as. And um, you're saying from Dragon's Dogma, it's, it's not as uh, survival horror or, or maybe not survival horror, but like Revelations as um, perhaps it should have been.
2: No, you see, because with Revelations, you've got the setting that's very much a survival horror atmosphere, but also the gameplay is very much like that. But I found with the Leon gameplay, I mean, yes, the setting, uh, the, the setting's great, actually. It's, it's just, that university, isn't it? Yeah.
1: That looks look superb from, no, it's, from it's,
2: the it's, The setting's brilliant, and, and, and it's, it starts off when it kind of promises much. But really, as, as you get into it, after a while, the gameplay, the Leon gameplay, it, it, it really wasn't very much different to just constant running forward, shooting. I mean, it almost played a little bit like one of the sections from Operation Raccoon City.
1: Oh, that's, that's a big shout! Do you really
2: are just you know moving forward shooting, moving forward shooting?
1: Yeah, not a lot other than that really. Okay, well we've had as I said we had the E3 trailer which showed a lot, and then we've we've had the Comic Con kind of demos and trailers as well, which reveal even more. So before we touch on that, um, Batman, what,
3: what, what were your impressions of the kind of demo? Um, the demo, yeah, it was okay. I enjoyed it. It took me a while to get used to uh, all the new controls you can do like the slide along the floor and the forward rolls and that but once you persevere and get used to the buttons it actually works really well the problem with this particular demo is the stages that were chosen for it aren't really the best environments for you to get used to the controls like Chris's demo is you know it's a lot of like very cramped Uh, narrow passageways and rooftops you've not really got the room to move about and try out all your moves and the problem with Leon's demo is uh, you're forced to walk half the way through it you know you're not given the option to run around you're not given the option to fire your gun for like the first 15 minutes of the demo it's only really Jake where you fight the uh, used to knack creature in the warehouse thing where you've got enough space to sort of run around and dive all over the place and throw grenades at him and once you get used to it it is quite good Uh, but I'm looking forward to seeing how it turns out
2: John did you find did anyone find the Leon gameplay took a little I mean going back to how Many cutscenes throughout the game. I almost found that Leon's game was just waiting for it to get started. It seemed to be just one cutscene after another at the beginning, and just you know waiting for it to, to, to play. It seemed to take a while, you know, forever to get you know hold of the controller and, and move the you know actually get to control it yourself.
3: Yeah, it was a strange choice for the demo because, like I say, you just first 10 minutes you're just walking through empty rooms, and then right at the end you have uh, you know you fight a few zombies in the car park. It's not it's not really the best example to give you a flavour mm. of the game.
1: And look completely opposite to the start of Resident Evil 4. Yeah. As you're literally thrown into
3: it. But in terms of survival horror, I mean, the environment at the university seems fine. I don't know if it's just an aspect of the demo, but I don't like how you can't sort of, you know, wander up to tables and bookshelves and examine them like you could in the old days. I don't know if they'll change that for the final thing, because it was similar with the Revelations demo. There was no files or anything in it, so hopefully that'll be fixed. But yeah, it seems all right so far. What did you think,
0: Paul? My main complaint was the camera, but they've already fixed that, so...
1: Oh, yes, I remember it was too... You couldn't see a lot when it zoomed in for the action. Was was that right? Yeah,
0: the character was too centred to the screen, so they just moved it more to the left or right, depending on what perspective you choose. And I think you can choose the Resident Evil 4 or 5 type camera as well. Oh, excellent. So they pretty much addressed my main complaint with it. But I agree with John that, the stages for the demo were pretty poor Mm. it's just like an on rails section you're just walking in a straight line it's i can imagine it being very very boring on repeat playthroughs
2: see i don't know why we can't they talk about progressing the series forward, and i just don't think they're doing that in the right way because there are various different things they could do to progress the series forward for example giving us the option of choosing a first person or third person camera you get that in you know games like Skyrim, which are good, you know, almost eighteen months old now. Um, I don't, you know, I don't know why Capcom can't offer that. I think it would be a, a good addition to the game.
0: I think it's mostly because of the new movement options, like rolling around and stuff. You can't really do it very well in first person, as uh, opposed to third person. Revelations had first person though. Now talking of that rolling
2: around, I mean you get that a lot in the game gameplay. And I was mentioning, I think, to Nick the other day that after the initial, oh yeah, this is a new. Sort of move and you know that you get the sort of initial excitement from that but practically it doesn't really offer anything to the game i couldn't really see any situation where rolling on the floor and then pointing your gun back up actually offered you an advantage in the combat uh, to me it just seems really very much a gimmick that you know you don't really need to use in the game at all and a lot was made a lot was made of that different you know that, that extra type of
0: movement It'll probably end up being more useful in the final game.
3: I hope it is. I mean, there was a bit I played Jake's demo, and there was a bit where I was being chased by the Ustinak, and there's a little hole in the wall, so I thought I can run towards that and slide under it. Oh, that's what I thought I could do. But when I tried it, it just made the character stop, and then it gave me a prompt to get down on my hands and knees and crawl through it.
0: No, it works for me. I tried that. Does work. It worked. Yeah, you have to like pace your distance away from it, and then do it. If you're too close, it'll come up with the prompt.
3: That's a great enemy, that design is brilliant. Well if that sort of thing works then that feature will be really good I think.
1: Yeah it's, it's, it's natural advancement over what you saw in Nemesis as well, he's chasing you, you, know, you run to a door, but if you can run to say like a hole in the wall or something that'd be quite good. And a bit like they had that in Silent Hill hiding in cupboards and things like that away and that should be good. That should be a, a, certainly a good feature. What about? I mean, we've got other things to but what about the the, the Comic Con trailers and, and gameplay videos? Obviously, they showed a bit more of what we're what we're used to, uh, what we see. Sorry, at the, at the E3 demo. So, uh, what did everyone think of them? Because obviously, we got, we got a bit more of Jake's kind of like melee combat in particular. Uh,
3: well, they've obviously taken on board feedback from the first demo because there was no screen tearing in this one, and like Paul says, they've they've improved the camera so you can actually see where you're aiming more. Mm. But it looked good. I liked uh, Chris's sections, which uh, presumably will be, will be the flashback level that leads up to the uh, demise of his team, where he's fighting that big sort of El Gigante creature. That was pretty cool.
1: Cool. Right, uh, just to issue a spoiler warning, we're going to now talk about the uh, the hack demo. So if you don't want to know any any spoilers about the game, then turn away and come back in, I don't know, ten minutes.
2: <laughs> I that wasn't very specific. Well, I don't know how long we're we going to speak about just it. Just take a chance.
1: As uh, any uh, readers of Tier and OP will know that the demo was very quickly hacked to reveal further information on the game in total, which is somewhat, uh, not lazy, but reckless, so to speak, from Capcom, knowing that things like this are bound to be hacked by fans. So we had further information from the Ada Wong reveal about... Carla Radame and confirmation that she Carla Radame is in it, uh, although we still don't quite know in what capacity. As uh, is it a clone? Is it someone who's been born from the chrysalis egg? Sea virus? Whatever? Am
2: I missing something here? Because it's always been known from the start that Ada Wall even says in that epilogue, doesn't it? I think Resident Evil Three. It was only ever a code name anyway, wasn't it? it? Wasn't actually her real name?
1: That's true. That's true. But obviously she's used it for a long time, and even in Damnation she. Um... She says, I'm Ada Wong. But I don't know, what's everyone's, what's everyone's views on that and on, on, on Carla, how, how it will play into the storyline. Well, well, obviously, we know it's someone who looks very similar to her.
0: but I'm pretty sure she's been remodelled through the C-Virus. Remodelled? Yeah, in the I forget which trailer it is, but the one before E3, it's pretty obviously an Ada figure coming out of the Chrysalis.
1: Oh, what, on the videotape? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't mind things like that. I'm only concerned if there's a valid explanation. I always found with the Plagas, I know it took a lot of un- uncovering by yourself, about the different mutations of it. But I hope there's a valid reason as to why they can make almost perfect human clones from the sea virus, and yet at the same time it also creates disgusting zombies and presumably that tank thing as well.
2: Well, that's what really concerns me is the level if at all of explanation we're going to get what if at all explanation are we going to have about the existence of Wesker Jr
1: that too exactly yeah I mean you
2: you have these films and if anyone's aware of them made by Paul Anderson which which just throw in you know liquors executioners without any explanation at all and I would just be very concerned if you know this is the way the game's now going you know let's just throw liquor here for, for, for effect uh without actually you know any sort of you know intelligent theory behind how it was actually created
1: well not to defend the films it, it, you know they got it wrong but they do say how a lick is created in the in the Paul Anderson films so don't don't <laughs> you death I was it. I was I was just say it does say not, not, no, nothing else is but that does anyone but, else here have any i
2: mean hope that there'll be even the slightest explanation as to how Jake came
0: about I'm sure there will be five and revelations had pretty detailed plot related information for the files 4 is the only game in the series, I think, that doesn't explain shit.
3: They do seem to be making a much bigger effort with the story in recent games.
1: Yes, that's a good return to form, I think. Hopefully Capcom did take on board. The Resident Evil 4 storyline was um,
3: not well received at the time. The E3 trailer, it does show that Carla Radomir is connected to Simmons before she looked like Ada. And there is a picture in a file that the real Ada is reading that seems to show her being birthed out of one of these chrysalis eggs.
0: Yeah, it's like a picture from the scene I mentioned in the last trailer.
1: Mm. Yeah. So we're thinking perhaps they grabbed Carla who looked like someone completely else and then they literally... She almost had plastic surgery through the use of the C virus to make her look like Ada. What
3: yeah, seems
1: as opposed to someone who was uh, uh, I don't know like a clone like Django Fett or something was born quickly in, in an egg. We don't think that's the
3: case. The impression I get is that Simmons is framing Ada Wong for all these terrorist attacks. Oh, now
2: that would make sense. I mean, yeah, that would that's a, that's an idea.
3: Why? I, I, don't, I, mean, don't, know. I don't know. I don't
2: how, know. I, don't know. How, I mean, we saw that very quick reveal about Ada in Damnation, so I don't know how that's going to affect this, the fact that you know she's working with or at least
3: for the BSAA. I don't think Neo Umbrella is a real organisation either. I think it's just a, a smokescreen to take responsibility for the attacks on Tall Oaks and Langshang.
1: But he, he just is an undercover spy. She's not well known. How has she suddenly become... That's the question. If Well, looking...
0: the, government, the government knows about her. Leon hears a rumour about her before 4. He hears that oh, she's yes. joined yeah. Wesker's organisation. So that's why he doesn't seem to show much reaction whenever he sees her in 4. He already knows she's alive and he's heard about her working for Wesker. I
1: can't remember, did he, um, is the canon ending for her throwing over the rocket launcher to Leon? Yep. Yeah, so he had an idea, didn't he? I can't remember. Does he say Ada? He does, yeah. He, he
0: says, does yeah. Ada is that you? And yeah,
1: so, so he had an idea, but yeah, no, you're right, you're right, with um, his lack of emotion, if you like, to, uh, to Ada back in 4. But it's good that as I said, we discussed in the uh, when the E3 trailer came out, actually about the the use, the rivalry between Chris and Leon's over Ada is going to be an interesting dynamic, and uh, the the more we see of 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 the of Biohazard 6, the more I'm excited about how that's going to play out and how Ada is going to be embroiled in the center of of the entire game. And if we're thinking that Simmons is also going to be trying to frame Ada, then it looks like she's almost getting her own game. Uh, you know, as the the key person and everything,
2: and that's something I've really got to thank Capcom for because I just think it, it, it's fantastic to bring them both, eventually, you know, finally into the game. These two characters that we've just had as as, as central points in, in each various game, you know, you always have that tantalising connection in Code Veronica correct with the you know the email sent to sent to Leon, um, but that's you know the only reference. So yeah, I, I've got a lot of concerns for this game, particularly about explanations and and canon points, but. That alone, I think, is, is it's a brilliant idea by Capcom to progress the game forward. You know, in, in these two characters finally becoming, you know, in the in the in the one game. Mm.
1: Was there anything else in, the, in the, I can't remember in that in that list in the hack demo that we found out that we didn't know before?
0: All the stages, basically. Oh, I haven't read that. Oh, don't tell me. That. No, we should. It's just pictures, really, just snapshots of each stage. Oh, okay. I, I think that. it's I think it's five per character, so about twenty stages, really. Okay. All split up into chapters and whatnot. Yeah,
1: so they are they are doing the same kind of formulaic process that we did for four and five. Yep. Which obviously appeals to the casual fan who wants just to, you know, or oh, I'll just do one chapter and that kind of thing. It's always. Mm. It's a shame. Really. Actually, we can... I know a uh, Capcom person came out and spoke about the Ink Ribbon idea, Resident Evil one. He didn't like it. I mean, that came out recently.
2: Didn't I? Didn't see that.
1: I'm sure there was an an interview with one of the original developers, directors of. But as one well, they really they really hated the idea of having the ink ribbon save.
0: Oh yeah, ok- Okamoto. He he didn't like Mario One when it was mm. in development. He's the reason the item boxes are connected.
3: Oh yeah, he had big reservations about the control scheme, didn't he? He thought people would absolutely hate the uh, the tank controls.
0: <laughs> he was right to an extent.
3: Oh, I
1: don't know. I, I I think it all added to the game itself. The the,
0: the stupid control
1: <laughs> the stupid controls and the and the ink ribbons—it was good. All rationing your saves—it made it, um, it made it exciting because you know, again, you never know when you were going to save. But at the same time, you never knew when you were going to face a boss.
0: I think he he also made them increase the amount of ink ribbons you pick up to three instead of one because he thought the game would just turn into hunting for ink ribbons to save.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, so it, it was just a distraction, there, a side point, but you know, I thought it, um, right. Really... Does relate to what we're discussing
2: slightly. Do we know how the weaponry weaponry is going to work? Um, you know, just the mechanic in terms of getting greater weapons. Is it just going to be the same, effectively? You know, buying and se- buying and selling things as with RE5.
0: No, you go around and find weapons. Now you can't upgrade them either. I think the skill point thing functions as the upgrade thing.
1: Okay. Oh, well, that's so you know your your target improve your accuracy.
2: So so enemies aren't
0: yeah. going
1: to be enemies aren't going to be dropping sort of any any monetary or any anything like
0: that just skill points okay
2: because i thought a fantastic point that was made by someone at pu i can't remember who it was the fact that you know you've now almost you're hunting down the enemies to to, you know to get what they're what they're what they're dropping whereas in the earlier games you know in true survival horror form you're avoiding the enemies and and, you know you're you're almost scared of confrontations that you're going to have with them Mm-hmm. Whereas you know, I think it's, it's an awful development. This idea, you know, you're almost, you, you know, you're hunting them down quite easily, and you know, and, and you're swimming through them just to get the bonuses with with relative ease. So you know, it's, it's unfortunate. That that's just...
1: a, yeah, it's a really good point, actually, isn't it? You know, you see a, non, uh, a zombie in the background, far away. You go, I'll leave that. No need, no need to worry, especially in remake, obviously. But yeah, then he, I suppose, he... especially in four, you're going. I oh, know he, he could drop uh, five magnum rounds or something. <laughs>
2: Yeah, you've got no advantage in shooting the enemies far from it, you know, the disadvantage of losing ammo and that then the whole mechanic of, of trying to find limited ammo,
1: um,
2: you know, that's completely gone. That's
1: an excellent yeah. point. Yeah, I agree with that. I was about to say it's a step back actually not having the upgrade system, but yeah, you know, I'm afraid you've uh, converted my uh, my my opinion in a split second, so well done. <laughs> uh right anything any anything else you want to discuss i mean obviously we've looked we've got sherry that's kind of coming we haven't heard a lot about her since the big reveal e3
2: i'm curious as to whether there's going to be any referencing to you know what happens because she has g let me get you so she has g antibodies yeah but then there's no there's no real suggestion from that that she's got any particular powers so i don't know how that's going to work in the in, in re 6 has there been any suggestion that that she's capable of, of
0: special abilities. There was a magazine preview that said she and Jake had superhuman abilities from their respective viruses, but there hasn't been any indication for her of no. any powers. Because she's effectively
2: the same as Jill, isn't she? That they've both been...
1: Yes, yes, Jill had the T-virus antibodies that dyes people's hair blonde. So wasn't that the suit that Wesker put her in
2: that made her hair go peroxide?
0: I think it was just a side effect of being really badly injured and then being put into stasis. Yeah. Her hair is like growing brown. Anyway, again, you can see it in her hair already.
1: Well, so, I mean, just to confirm that the whole Wesker Jr. joke, whatever you want to call him. Now, he's, he definitely is a superhuman power because
3: obviously they want his blood. He's got something in his blood. I think he's just important because he has the same blood type as Wesker. And obviously Wesker's blood was important because it, it could adapt to the progenitor virus, which obviously not a lot of people could do. So he has the potential to be superhuman but I'm not sure if he is superhuman. Okay. We we have Gone Sorrelpool.
0: He does seem a bit superhuman from his moves though. He does do the the thrust punch kind of thing mm. that knocks any enemy pretty much flying.
3: Yeah, but there's nothing obvious like he he's, we don't know that he's had the same experimental virus that Wesker's had. I mean, why would he? You know.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure his. I, f- I think it's confirmed in a there was some information, One I think it was the trailer before E3, around that point they released a few some information in Japanese on, I think it was 4gamer.net or Famitsu, I, I don't know, but it said that he was the only one of the mercenary group in Edonia to inject themselves with the C-virus and then be the only one unaffected, but he also gained superhuman abilities, just not the same as... Wesker.
1: And that would uh, make sense, providing that we assume, that this, again, the C-virus has, it. you know, like all the viruses, it seems to have a base progenitor as the base, which would make sense. Yeah. But the question is, did Wesker bond perfectly with the progenitor virus or the experimental virus?
0: He bonded perfectly, but the virus was experimental, so it was unstable.
1: And that's why he needed the PG things. Yeah, just to keep him topped up.
0: It's difficult, isn't it, to ascertain when he was actually
2: using that base injection, you know, to kind of, you know, get all his levels straight. Because, you know, certainly from Code Veronica X, he appears to be, you know, in, in, you know, his blood's in complete harmony with the virus, and he's just effectively super athletic, you know, with all the benefits that this virus has given him. There's no suggestion at that time that, you know, that it's really only something that's coming from Resident Evil Five, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I think it was just a a reason to make him be able to be defeated in yeah. five. I think it was just shoehorned in. Yeah. and it's it's worthy to note that he wasn't infected with progenitor in Code Veronica either. It was a variant of G at the time.
1: Oh, really? Wait,
2: his state in Code Veronica, sorry, is is that's a direct result of the injection he does at the end of Remake? Yep. Are you oh, saying? No, are you saying he's 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 injected something else? Uh, <laughs>
1: no, no, no. I, I think. Don't... Are you saying that um, at the, when Code Veronica was being made, the developer's intention was that he was going to have some G virus variant in him. Yeah. And then it got changed to the experimental virus.
0: Yeah, it only got changed the progenitor in five. Yeah. All of I, a sudden. That's why he's just completely different.
1: I suppose if they ever did they, another director's cut Because it's
0: of... so it's just T in remake, isn't
1: it? That
0: he uh, I don't think it shows you an injection in remake. He just it's in Umbrella Chronicles It shows you him injecting the virus into himself.
2: Because I mean there's that file that you find I think is it found on his body?
0: Yeah, the o- observation note. I think yes. it's just the reason for them to tie Wesker's Report 2 into it, because it mentions Nemesis and G, and Progenitor as well.
2: Is that That's the note where you know some unknown person's procured a sample for him, and when it gives you that fraction, is it of how many, the success rate, is it one in them?
0: No, that's that's a memo in Umbrella Chronicles. Okay. Bergen does mention in that memo that it's a variant strain, but he doesn't mention what virus itself.
2: Mm. Okay, okay. But okay. it's
0: assumed to be G, because when Wesker became superhuman, it the series had a thing going on about superhumans being infected by G. Spencer was meant to be infected by it, as was uh, Dante and Virgil.
2: I mean, it, I don't know if you'd agree. It would make more sense in terms of having super power abilities that the injection was G rather than T.
0: Yeah. And uh, Mr. Kawamura, he confirmed that G was about superhumans as well. That mm-hmm. was Sperkin's plan to cause evolution, which ended up being reused again.
2: So any suggestions that Superhuman is a theme that's new to the series is completely ridiculous, isn't it, Paul? Yep. I mean,
1: you'd be a complete idiot to suggest that. <laughs> Would I be right in saying, then, that the only people that have ever perfectly bonded with the progenitor virus are the alpha males of the tribe? The the
3: Enderpyre tribe.
1: That's the one, yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks, Batman.
3: (laughs) The uh, stairway to the sun plant was really poisonous, wasn't it, because of the virus. And most of the people who ate it died, and whoever survived it uh, was a candidate to become their next king, I think. Yeah. Occasionally, some of them gained superhuman powers, and that was witnessed by that explorer bloke, uh, Henry Travis, who wrote it in his book, which is what influenced Spencer to upset about the whole thing,
1: and that's when obviously they changed the mind on what Wesker was infected with. I said if they ever did a um another director's cut of CVX, they'd probably put Wesker injecting himself with that virus, you know, with with uh, with PG. Seven four W just to you know be like a Star Wars episode four or five redone wouldn't it just to tie in with everything else? But it's not it's it doesn't not work and as you said um it's never expressly said that he's
0: infected with G and it
1: was quickly changed to
0: progenitor and it
1: was then retconned
0: to progenitor yeah is that right? I think they were able to do it simply because they never mentioned he was infected with G before they were just they had built it up for a reveal but then. Yeah, It didn't get revealed, so they ended up just changing it to Progenitor to fit in with the whole Progenitor theme of 5.
1: And which, again, ties in with Barheza 6, if um, he's affected with the C-virus, which it has to be based on Progenitor if he's to get superhuman.
3: Yeah. Yeah, that would make sense. But all this, again, just makes you wonder why they didn't use Alex Wesker instead of creating Jake Muller. I know. <laughs> it's, just, it's just... I can only assume they've done it to cater for new audiences. There's no other explanation.
0: I think they already mentioned that they chose Jake because he was younger and just appealed more to younger players.
2: I mean, it just it can it almost consigns Lost in Nightmares to just some kind of side bonus game mm. because that, it just yeah it it just would have cemented that game given it authority. You know, it was crying out. It was right there for
0: them to use. They might still use it, but I don't expect them to make Alex her? a big thing. They might mention him in files again, maybe.
1: Yeah. It, what about Simmons being Alex
3: Wesker? Is that a pipe dream?
0: Still possible, but not until maybe He's the right up, age,
3: but... isn't he? I think it mentions in the trailer though that he'd been friends with President Benford for thirty years, so I don't think ah. he would have. I don't think he could have worked for Umbrella's information department, or I don't, yeah. I don't know. It's possible, but I doubt it. But me and Paul were talking about Simmons. We were hoping he was going to be like a like a Sergei Vladimir type character, where they sort of insert him to loads of past events. Oh, right. We said it'd be really cool if he was one of the government officials who negotiated with Birkin about extracting him and the G Virus from Raccoon City.
0: Yeah, um, it would have been pretty good.
3: Probably we got... be a meeting up with Frederick Downing
1: or something, you never know. And like... you know,
3: if the organisation does have some sort of connections with the government, it would be cool if like Simmons was the guy who, you know, tells Ada to betray Wesker in Resident Evil Four and, you know, stuff like that would be really good. That would be awesome. That would be great if they could if, that, if they could do that.
1: But again, again, we're all hoping for more information on Ada's company. I mean, I can almost see it now—this Neo Umbrella or something. After, after the events of Resident Evil, 4, Ada formed a new company called Neo Umbrella, and that would be it. What about what she mentions in the trailer for Damnation? Oh yes, yeah, working for the uh, BSAA.
0: I'm pretty sure it's just a lie.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could put that too. But and that's that's quite cool. It's interesting that she should use her name. Mm. It does seem slightly perverse that if, if, as you said, the government knows who she is The BSSA will bound to know who she is
0: It looks like she's in the uh Whatever country is in Damnation, she's in that country's government Trying to do shit
1: She's a cool character though, Ada She's a, she's a good character And I'm pleased she is getting a focal point But I hope they don't turn her into a villain Or anything too villainy Because she's not a villain, as we've discussed On, on, on the forums Yeah She's not a baddie. She's a she's a bit like Catwoman, I suppose, isn't she? Kind of like an enemy with a good heart, but not.
2: No news yet that Jill's going to be in it. I know Mr. Spencer was really hoping.
0: <laughs>
2: I think I think John has a love-hate relationship with Jill.
1: I think he'd be annoyed if she actually left the series. He would be. He would be. <laughs> because then he would have no one to rant at.
0: Oh, in her file in five, it's stated that. She was chosen as a test subject for that P30 thing just to see if it would cause long-term damage to the subject's body. Oh, right. And in archives, it says uh, she was left physically and mentally exhausted. So if she doesn't appear, you can pretty much see why.
1: Mm. But it was rumor she's in Biohazard 6. It? There's maybe it's like a cameo
3: role, the Laura Dern role from Jurassic Park 3. I thought they confirmed she wasn't going to be in it.
0: Yeah, uh, Claire gets mentioned in but
3: Ah, Claire, sorry.
0: Claire and Jill aren't going to be a- appearing in the game.
1: And we don't think Usha Tank is Steve Burnside.
0: <laughs> 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 it's, the head pool, it's the
1: head. It's the same kind of centre parting or whatever. It is. Again, any word on what we know about Usha Tank, Usta Tank?
0: Ustanak.
1: Ustanak, sorry. Yeah. It's a pretty
0: cool name to be honest.
1: Mm. And he looks like he's t- obviously taking the nemesis role. But... Yeah.
0: We don't know much about him though at all. Except that... The- He's under Carla's control and stuff.
3: But there's a very, like, fleeting glimpse in the Damnation trailer that some people have speculated might be him.
0: Yeah, it's like a metal claw type thing that seems to be in a similar style.
3: Well, uh, we'll stop
1: there and move, actually, because to, uh, you've touched upon it, we'll then uh, move on to Bar Has a Damnation.
0: Today marks the first day in which the world's media has been granted access
2: to the city. <laughs> Got confirmation that BOWs are being used in this war.
3: If you don't stop messing around with that thing, you're gonna get us all killed. I have been sent here by the BSAA. My name
0: is Ada Wong.
3: Pull Run! <laughs> A biohazard breach has been detected. Evacuate.
2: Ten. Nine.
3: Eight Seven, six, five, four, three, two,
1: one. Great Yes, yeah, so um, the uh, secondary tailor came out at Comic-Con uh, this week. We've just been talking about it now. A very bright trailer, I I happen to think. It was quite weird seeing the liquors on top of a bus in the middle of the day. It's not a usual place to see a liquor, but there we go. Yeah, I
0: think, the, uh, I think it was the director commented on it, that he wanted people to see liquors in broad daylight for some reason. Oh, okay.
1: Well, we've known that this is obviously about Leon going to... He's ordered by the government to investigate whether or not BOWs are being used in this particular civil war. Um, you can see from the trailer that, from the newsreel anyway, that USA and Russia have teamed up to, to fight the the insurgents or whatnot. And Leon's sent in there to investigate. He confirms the presence of BOWs, presumably liquors, which seem to be taking a prominent role in the film. And then ordered to get the hell out of there, but disobeys that order and stays. That's what I've read.
0: That's pretty much all we know so far. And that's all we
1: know, factually. So the rest of the podcast, we can talk about what we see in the trailer. And as you already alluded to, the just the uh that metal claw that appears.
2: Well, we we get to see a little bit more of that mystery figure on the mound. Uh, he's not identified, and I know that some rather <laughs> overexcitable members of the community have been <laughs> suggesting.
1: Yes, yeah, so I'll hold my hands up. I am one of those. Members. I
2: think I think if Capcom can hardly remember what they did. With the Wesker children in Lost in Nightmares, <laughs> they're not going to bring back the character from Survivor as much as we all would want him to be. Ark Thompson, he's imagine not, is he, guys? He's not.
1: Imagine how good if it was. Imagine it was. That'd oh, be so amazing. But then on on the flip side, he's is He confirmed as a kind of liquor whisperer.
0: No, it says that a faceless guy is the guy controlling the liquor, but he's not faceless. You can fucking see his face.
1: Oh, right, so, okay, art could still be in it, right.
0: I think I think it's referring to Simmons. Simmons appears in the trailer in all black. Well, I mean, in a shadow. Mm. But it's clearly him. He's wearing the same necktie and coat and beard and everything.
1: Which is great, which obviously makes it um more... Sorry. Of a
0: tie-in, yeah.
1: That's the one I was looking for, necktie, tie-in, yeah.
0: Simmons um, and Ada, basically, so...
1: I was surprised about Ada. I mean, obviously, everyone... It assumes when Leon turns up, Ada turns up. But I, I, I wasn't actually expecting her in this. Because of, of her prominent role in Biohazard Six, I didn't think they would do a Ada Leon overload, but they do appear to be going down the route.
2: Well, I, I think this game I think this film story is gonna be setting a lot up for Resident Evil Six. I don't think it's obviously any coincidence that they're so close together. And I think particularly with the role of Ada in Damnation, I, I think toward I think particularly the end of this film. Is going to set up a lot of things for Resident Evil Six. I hope so. I hope it has not more. Just a... so just clarify that not necessarily with the story, which obviously that's going to be kind of like a you know start, middle, and end for that particular film, but more in terms of the characters with Ada and, and Leon.
1: Mm. Um, I hope it has a bit more links than what Degeneration did had to Five.
2: Oh, I'm sure it will.
1: But uh, is this a direct sequel really to Degeneration,
3: or is it mm. standalone?
2: I think it's very much standalone, isn't it? I don't think there's going to be any real mention back mention to to Degeneration
3: at all. And what's interesting is the special features they've released for the DVD. There's a feature on there called Last Plagas. Yes, yes, yes! Organisms (laughs) of War.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty interesting.
3: But that might explain how, I don't know, I'm hoping it's got something to do with the control plaga that Ada took to her organisation at the end of Resident Evil 4.
1: Well, now you're clutching at straws.
3: But, have you noticed in the Bio 6 trailer that Ada Stroke Carla seems to have the Eustonac thing under her control?
1: Ah, yes, which, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: it wouldn't surprise me if they started splicing Plaga genes or some shit into viruses now.
1: Well, it's long been theorised that that would be the natural progression of, of the kind of virology of the of, of the series, putting the T-virus in with the Plagas. And I remember when 4 came out how everyone was of the opinion that the Plagas was also the Nemesis Parasite and things like that. Do you remember those conversations? Sadly. (laughs) Sadly, and everyone's like. (laughs) Despite the fact that it clearly said that the nemesis parasite was genetically modified and artificially created. No, 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 no. Look, they both got tentacles. (laughs) That was the argument. But anyway, anyway, yeah. So yeah, you're right. There, so there, there could there could be that element. I mean, again, that would be a great tie-in, and that would show someone at Capcom has looked
3: at previous games. Because they explained in Five how they'd improved the plaga so they could control the Mangini without using a control plaga. So
1: yeah, did the agitator Mangini have any influence, or was he he wasn't a special Mangini, but he could just shout? Was he controlling them as such, or just staring?
0: He mm. was just they're, they're still a regular people, just more violent. Just more... <laughs> and, he, and they were very xenophobic.
3: I can't remember exactly how they did it, but they said, obviously, they were given orders to attack the BSAA, and obviously they didn't touch Irving, Jill, Wesker, or Exceller. And it was stated somewhere that they improved the Plagas, because it was a big flaw in the selling point as a weapon, that whoever could control the Plagas had to inject a control Plaga, which meant they were at risk of severe mutation, so... In order to make it a more marketable weapon, they had to get rid of that trait.
0: Yeah.
3: But the Plagas
1: has turned into a really good plot point. I think and I think this is very much down to Resident Evil Five. And the ex- yeah,
0: yeah, I used to hate four almost completely based on the Plagas. It just seemed like a really fantastical enemy.
1: Yeah. But I think uh, I think five rectified a lot of that. Yeah,
0: made there, it, the, it made it more relevant to the yeah. I mean, you mentioned universe.
2: So we mentioned before that no real explanation behind a lot of the concepts in Resident Evil Four. I always sort of presumed that there was something alien about Las Plagas, but we at the time that they're, you know, dug up by the villagers, that we get no explanation do we as to what you know, are they of, of earth? You know, are they of alien origin? You know, I think they're just sort of meant to be like spores, aren't they? But we don't really get any sort of
0: details
1: about their actual origin.
0: Yeah, we're just told that they're old as fuck and that's it.
1: Mm. You know, you never know, you might get more in the future, but we'll count on it. But yeah, the 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 interesting use of plague us in the uh, damnation could could be a nice uh,
0: selling point.
1: And I wonder if the C-Virus is going to make an appearance as well. I mean from what we've seen, there doesn't appear to be any zombies in it?
0: Oh, there's a zombie in the trailer. Just one, no. though. Just know if one. It'll be. don't know if it'll be C-Virus or T again. Probably T. I don't know.
1: Did it look... I, I can't remember seeing it. Did it look like an outbreak or just a single lone one on his own? Uh,
0: just one. Just one. I think.
1: So it could be an ex. Because you know the C-Virus was... So, uh, from Edonia, is that it? Edonia Republic. That's where it was being distributed, and that's where it got the name.
0: Yeah, apparently. That's it was for testing it in some mercenary group.
1: Yeah, they gave it a colour cool name, didn't they? So it's look. I, I can't. I can't wait for Damnation myself. I really, really liked Degeneration, and I'm um, hoping this will be just as good. And the only thing I will say is, I'm not the quality of the CGI. Um, well, we
0: we know it's pretty low budget, and I wasn't really expecting any spectacular Pixar level CGI. No, no, but it's but it's pretty good for what it is.
1: I think I think it was just a daylight shot of the liquors took me by surprise. That was all, because that looked really cartoony.
0: The liquors in general look pretty cartoony. They even looked pretty weird in five. But
1: are they beat? Liquor beaters?
0: They'll probably just reuse a five design for the old liquors. We yes. don't know yet, really.
1: It makes sense for them to use the
3: beta model, I suppose. Uh, what else? Um, any other points? Just says the uh, the seven minutes of behind closed doors footage the showed at Comic Con was uh, Leon being attacked by a liquor in like a parking garage or something, and the liquor almost kills him, and then it's called off at the last minute by whoever's controlling it.
1: Oh, oh that's quite interesting. So it could be Ark. <laughs> is that and going there, to be released though? Seven minutes at all?
3: Was it no, press embargoed? No, I don't think so. That was Japanese version anyway. Oh, okay. Right. So. Is, is, is there going to
1: be a European release? Any you, you date confirmed for that?
3: Yeah, there's twenty fifth
1: of September. So that's worldwide the same date.
0: I think twenty fifth is the American one.
1: Ah, uh, okay. So it
2: might it's be. It's
0: listed. It's listed on Amazon for the twenty fifth in America.
1: Uh, okay. Well, I, I can't wait, I mean, that's, that's a day one purchase, Blu-ray, just, it's uh, complete, it should be good, look forward to it. I need right. to get a Blu-ray player. So you need to get one?
2: Yeah, I really, I want to buy that Alien anthology that John told me about. Get a PlayStation then. I can't, I hate PlayStation, I hate it, I hate that console. Why? Because it's, it's responsible, particularly the PlayStation one, it's responsible for so many appalling, you know, games that went into 3D far too soon. You know you've got you've got 2 dimensional sprites on 8 bit computers from the 80s that look far more beautiful compared to just so much shit that came out on the PlayStation. Sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean I'm intrigued what game in particular. Crocs. Sorry. Oh, the the older games I'm referring to.
2: Yeah. Oh no, just so many. I mean if you just put if you just look at some of the games on the Amstrad CPC you know, which yeah, obviously are just two-dimensional sprites, but they're absolutely beautiful. I, I just think a lot of the three-dimensional models on the on early PlayStation games um, were very rough. Resident Evil. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't class Resident Evil in that at all. No. Right. It took them quite a long time though to get fingers, didn't they? You used to sort of get these bricks for for hands.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm saying that about Co-Veronica. You look back on the Dreamcast footage of Co-Veronica and it it looks shocking nowadays. I think. Many of the uh, pre rendered ones look better. But there we go. Anyway, on that note, I think we can finish our discussion on Biohazard Damnation. And we'll now move on to Neptune and Newsy's Biohazard Quiz.
3: Five questions,
1: three participants, and one topic. It's Neptune and Newsy's Biohazard Quiz.
2: What are we going to do about John?
1: I think the obvious substitution, because I prepared the questions this week, although I have to say they're shy, I thought Paul could step in! Ah, good call. <laughs> <laughs> that will certainly boost Mr. Spencer's score. So, yes, yeah, so welcome to the quiz, it's now Neptune's Biohazard quiz, as our uh, newsbot is stepping in to fill the...
2: I've got most to lose by that improved quality in John's Resident Evil knowledge, as I'm closest <laughs> to John, That you know, with, with Batman wear head. <laughs> <laughs>
1: As you know, uh, Mr. Spencer's been notoriously quiet on this podcast, so much so he's not even here. What we'll do, we'll go through the questions, but let's first, let's have a recap. Batman, you're currently in lead with a staggering 23.5 points. Mr. Spencer's in second with 16.5 points. And George, you're in third place with 14.5 so, only two points behind Mr. Spencer. Newsbot, you, we can put you on the guest score to see how well you do. <laughs> 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 Seems a bit unfair, but never mind. But a quick recap for everyone else. Ridley's on four. Welsh's got three. Smiley got three. Selfish Gene, Ty and Zombie Fred all scored one point. So, come on, Ty. Let's see if you can do your better than your usual two. Right, these questions are fairly easy. I say it was put together at a fairly last minute. So, we'll move on. And we'll start with question number one. And it's Vito's question! Hey, Well, thankfully, he saved my ass really by providing with a question straight away, so that's quite nice. So, as long as your desktops are clear, we'll crack on question number one. What was the date when Pierce found Chris at the bar? I
2: don't even know what game that's from, what, what's that?
1: What was the date Pierce found Chris at the bar in Biohazard
3: 6?
2: Right,
1: so that's a question about a game that hasn't been released yet?
3: Correct, yeah. I, <laughs> I, I, I... What? Someone's not played the demo. <laughs> It's in the demo, it's okay, there we go.
1: Come on, George! Right, we move on to question number two, and I do apologise for these. All the following questions all use. I was looking at the keyword sections of the archives. So Paul, feel free to correct me if I actually wrong. What was Steve Burnside's blood type? Oh, God. Who's blood type? Steve. i have to guess now. Yeah. Uh, question number
2: three.
1: Umbrella's common cure is... Did you say what's Umbrella's common cure? Yes. Yeah, umbrella's Come and Cure is. Question number four. What colour is the eagle handgun in Resident Evil 3? What colour? There's quite a distinctive colour of the eagle handgun. Everyone got an answer? Mm Mm-hmm. That's confident there. There's news. Let's see if he gets this one. Question number five. What does Tofu say when he dies in the fourth Survivor?
3: These are shit questions.
1: Can you repeat that? Is, Is that too easy? No. Okay, okay, that's fine. What does Tofu say when he dies in The Fourth Survivor?
2: I'm going to say Tofu isn't even a character, but I know Paul's newspot's going to tell me that he's canon.
1: He's... <laughs> <laughs> right, well, that concludes the quiz. Join us after this when we'll run through the answers. Tofu was thought
0: to originate in China over 2,000 years ago. It was developed as a plant-based source of protein. In fact, about four ounces of firm tofu has nine grams of protein. I think of tofu as kind of an ingredient. It doesn't have much taste on its own, but if you mix it with spices and flavorings and marinades, it tastes fabulous.
1: Hello and welcome back to Neptune's Quiz this week only. So, when we'll I run through the uh, answers and see what everyone got. So, question number one was: What was the date that Piers finds Chris at the bar? What did you put, Newsbot? June twenty ninth, two thousand thirteen. Okay. Uh, Batman.
3: Yeah, put same.
1: Same. And GT. I can't say June twenty ninth because it will
2: just sound like I'm cheating so blatantly. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know. You didn't
1: know. Correct, two points. Point each there.
2: There's no way Mr. Spencer would have known that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes, June twenty ninth, twenty thirteen. So that's not even happened yet. But there we go. So points there for Mr. Spencer and Batman. Question number two was what was Steve's blood type? George Trevor. A B. Batman.
3: Uh, I'm gonna guess B.
1: And Mr Spencer slash Paul. A B. AB is correct. It is well done. Points there for GT and Newsbot. Do I hear a bit of Resident Evil music in the background? Then? That was me. Sorry. That did sound like Resident. Was that Resident Evil One? No, that
3: was the
2: homepage of my website. sorry.
3: Whoa, whoa! I thought we were supposed to have clear desktops here.
1: <laughs> I know we do, but that's always that's always
2: minimized. <laughs> <laughs> there's, nothing, there's nothing, as you probably well know, there's nothing on my website that's going to help us with these questions. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I yeah. smell a rat.
1: <laughs> Question three. Umbrella's common cure is uh Mr Spencer? Sassprin. Batman?
3: Yep, South Spring. George Trevor?
1: Yes,
2: yeah, Sasprin. Resident Evil the little terminal,
1: Resident Evil three. Congratulations, points all around there. That's quite an easy one, but we get some points for everyone there. Ooh. Question number four was what colour is the Eagle handgun in Resident Evil three? George, what did you put? Well, it's like, it's got a purple, the hand bit of it is purple. Okay. Um, Batman? Uh, I don't know, silver. Silver. And finally, Mr. Spencer slash Paul.
0: It's a purple with the barrel is kind of grey. Yeah.
1: Points for George and Mr. Spencer slash Newsbot. Congratulations, it is purple. That was the colour I was looking for. And it was the first thing that you... Um, well, yeah, it was one of the um, packs from the Nemesis that drops. You get handgun parts A and B. How did you not know that, John? Do you know
2: anything about Resident
3: Evil?
1: No. <laughs> Sorry. I like that. I thought the handgun was wicked. And also, like, the, the shotgun you get next time after that was... It's kind of like a mini shotgun. It's almost like a Western one, wasn't it? You kind of held it differently. Oh, the
2: yeah. Win- yeah.
3: The, win- the Winchester.
1: Oh, is that yeah. what it was? Is that Winchester? Yeah. Have
3: you not seen Sean of the Dead?
1: Yeah, but I didn't know, is, is, that, is that... Yeah, no, I don't know. Winchester Pub. Is that a make of gun? Yes.
2: So does anyone know, do you have to kill Nemesis as when you're Carlos in order to get the unlimited ammunition at the very end? Because you know there's that little section you play as Carlos when you're going to get... Oh, back.
0: oh, you do, yeah, I yeah. think. You, Actually, got... no, Wait, I'm that's... trying to remember. Um, take... No, I think you can skip and Nemesis will attack Jill straight after. Yeah. Then you kill him as Jill.
2: That's a podcast I'm looking forward
1: to. Should be good, yeah. And finally, question number five is, what does Tofu say when he dies in the fourth Survivor?
3: What did you put Batman? Um, Oh, well, he says something in Japanese, doesn't he? He does. And I don't understand Japanese.
1: I don't know. I want the Japanese thingy. Uh,
3: I'll, um, I don't know. He says goodbye. I'm dead, something like that.
1: I tell you what. Uh, okay, right. Uh, what did you put, uh, George? He says, don't eat meat, kids. <laughs> in Japanese And what did you put Newsbot
0: He says farewell In Japanese
1: Oh you might be right I don't know It's um, The actual answer is Honasanara.
0: Yeah it means farewell
1: Is that mean farewell Okay fine there we go Well, well done there So points for Mr Spencer there huh, you know. <laughs> I <have> to say <laughs> He's doing very well this week The points then After episode 7 Batman With only 2 points George Trevor with 3 and Mr. Spencer, for the first time ever on the podcast, a full house, five out of five. Oh, and the one, I would have come first this week.
2: Absolutely superb. <laughs> so basically, Mr. Spencer got more points today than he has done over the last three podcasts. <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> well, well done, well done. So, that means the scores, uh, Batman, you've moved on to 25 and a half. Mr. Spencer is now on 21 and a half. And George, you are now on 17 and a half. So
2: I, I kind
1: of would have caught up on John.
2: I'm, I'm appointing Ridley to answer my question. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and there we go. Enough to say news, but you've gone straight to the top of the guest's leaderboard with five, but I'm <laughs> come the end of the year, if uh, if you're still top, I might um I might have to give it to it. Riz- Everyone's gonna get an award if you, if you come top of the guest leaderboard, you're gonna get an award. You almost fall into the top gear category of being an F1 driver, so therefore you can't go on the reason price car. You have to go on the specialist one. Well done, well done. Good game, good game. <laughs> so there we go. That concludes the quiz. And join us sex podcast, and we'll have five
3: more questions. Five so better questions. <laughs>
1: yeah, sorry, there we go. Well, um, I do apologise. They were quickly put together. You need to find some set of the century music this week. <laughs>
0: Oh dear!
1: But no, I said um, I said that they were really quick, hastily put together. Uh, I th- I thank Vito once again for um, his input. It's always uh, valuable for the quiz. Have we had any guest uh, MP3s? I don't think we have. I've, I haven't received any. No. Hey, no. Yeah. To be fair, this is only ever going to be a short podcast. This was just to um in, in preparation for the next one, which is drum roll, please. <laughs> Thank you, thank you. Uh, Resident Evil Darkside Chronicles. The uh, first time we're going to be looking at the uh, Chronicles series, exclusively at the time for Wii, now obviously on PlayStation 3. So we're going to be looking at that in a lot of detail, seeing um, seeing how it compares on, on, on the new system, if anyone's downloaded it. I, for myself, will be playing through Darkside Chronicles, because I haven't played it through since completing it a long, long time ago. When's the date of that recording? Do we know roughly when that's going to be? We had hoped to do it by the end of July. What's the date today? It's the 17th.
3: Week on uh, Sunday.
1: A week on Sunday, right. I just need some time, I need to prepare myself, because uh, sindra's going to be on bringing her fine arse. She is, that's the plan, we are hope. Uh, Sindra has been booked for this one, so uh, staff member Sindra, who's one of our moderators at r m p who keeps everyone in check, she's going to be on board. She'll be the first female on... on... No, no, it won't, I lie. I won't be the first female. We've had um, uh, an FTL who's been on before. But there we go, so we've got that to look forward to. In terms of sub-discussion... Uh, I suppose it depends if anything else comes out in the in the uh, in the next week or so. I can't think if anything else we can talk about. We'll see. We'll see. We'll have a
2: chat. My what, what desire tone one would have been translated. By.
1: Ah, there we go. Perfect. We can have a we can have a brief discussion on on that and the site projects ongoing. So um, with that, we will look to be recording that very soon. In fact, by the time this actually gets released on the, on the website, we'll probably be recording in the next few days due to my slow editing skills. There we go. Not to worry. Not to worry. So, um on that bombshell, as they say on top gear. I <laughs> <laughs> to say goodbye from me, Neptune. Goodbye
3: from me, Batman.
2: Goodbye from me, Nosbat. Goodbye from me, Just Trevor.